Welcome to Lost in Menstruation, the podcast with Gemma Barry from the Well Woman Project, the podcast that talks about women's health. Hey you gorgeous lot, um, it's Gemma Barry here from the Well Woman Project with another episode of Lost in Menstruation. Um, we're following on the theme of adenomyosis month, um, it's April and it is the awareness all month for adenomyosis. So my last episode was about uh, what the fuck it is, um, like signs and symptoms and what kind of treatments and diagnosis and stuff women are offered. Um, and today's episode, we're going to be looking at the more natural and alternative approaches that there are about um, for helping to cope with this disease. Um, it's not really something that's ever talked about when you go and see your doctor sadly uh, but there are so many different things that you can do um, and initially they might not seem a lot but actually putting them all together can make a massive difference so I thought this episode we would have a look and explore um, some of those so I'm going to be focusing on um, like the herbal remedies and um what you can kind of like how you can incorporate them into your life and uh why they're so helpful basically because uh, a lot of people don't really know much about herbal medicine um and think that it can be a little bit hocus pocus a bit witchy um because you know they're just the best uh <laughs> so yeah, plants are our original medicine um, and, you know, they they were the, the premise of how we treated ourselves and how some communities still treat them, you know, treat the, the local community around them um, first and foremost with plants. And plants can be medicine through our food, they can be medicine through um, teas or... Uh, poultices that we put on the skin or balms or ointments or uh, they can be tinctures in in how we drink them so um, for me I you know I'm just so used to all these strange and weird and wonderful words that I forget that other people might not be but um, we have things called uh, decoctions which are basically a way of boiling down um a herb so if it was something like a bark or um you know very hard woody roots and things like that then you'd boil that down into uh it kind of like a tea but uh it would be quite strong um and it's a it's a it's a because of the heat and everything you um the way you activate it then it is a a stronger um sort of version of a tea really and you can use herbs that way teas are another way um usually that's kind of more powdered substances or um leaves and things like that so they're softer so they don't need as much um boiling you can just uh, infuse them into hot water and then uh, I also turn um, herbs into oils, um, which I then turn into balms, and uh, which can be rubbed directly onto the skin. 
Uh, they're then things like poultices, which are which are um, herbs that are maybe macerated together, either fresh or dried, uh, and applied directly onto the skin. Um, you know, might be for like an abscess or something like that. And then um, my potions, my tinctures are uh, herbs that have been sat in alcohol, which helps extract all of the goodness out of them. And then they are further diluted and then you can take them uh, at much smaller doses. So um, realistically, you're never going to take much more than a couple of teaspoons, maybe three of a tincture or something. Um, but it's really important that when you're using um, any kind of alternative medicine that you go and see a practitioner who knows what the hell they're talking about uh, because there might be um, contraindications to taking certain drugs if you're on certain medications or have certain conditions and also there might be different dosage levels as well. So... Um, I have uh, like my standalone tinctures that are available for people to buy in my shop um, and they are more universal so they've you know they've been crafted so that everybody can take them um, and they would be at a more conservative dose than maybe I would use them medicinally if I was working one-on-one -on -one with a client um, because that's the kind of bespoke element to working with someone one-on-one -on -one. Um, but yeah that's kind of just a little background on um, herbal medicine and what the terminology and stuff is. In terms of treating adeno, it's kind of quite similar to um, treating endometriosis, actually. Uh, so I would be looking at uh, herbs that would help support um, liver and digestion, which are um, is something that a lot of people are quite surprised about, actually. But our liver is like a massive part of our detoxic detoxification of our body um and it gets a lot of abuse <laughs> uh and that's not just through like usually people are like oh my god it's because of drinking or whatever else and it isn't just that like our, our liver does about 500 different things and it filters everything from our body so uh, a big part of that is helping to filter out any like excess toxins or excess hormones um, out of our system basically so uh, yeah a lot of the herbs that I use are working um, in in essence with our digestion and um, our filtering system in our body um, because we want uh, as much you know to be as eliminated out of our body as quickly as possible um, so yeah that's really really key um, and uh, some classic herbs for this kind of thing are like milk thistle, for example. Um, that is a, a really well-known um, herb to support the liver. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it, it, there are certain herbs out there that have um, kind of more sole purpose um, for one job than others and uh, milk milk thistle is one of those it's um, it's a wonderful herb but um, I use other things alongside with that as well to help um, to help support the digestion and uh, and the liver what is awesome about herbal medicine is that 
most herbs have more than one job in the body. So you might pick <clears throat> a herb and it might do stuff for like um, meadow sweet, for example, is um, a really good uh, pain relieving herb. Um, it was actually how aspirin was found because meadowsweet has something called salicylic acid in it which is the compound for aspirin basically so uh, back in the day before it was made in a factory it was um, made from meadowsweet and uh, meadowsweet so obviously has this amazing pain relieving quality to it but it also works wonderfully on your uh, digestion uh, now aspirin can be quite harsh on the digestive system but with meadowsweet it kind of does both so it offers this pain relieving um, part of it as well but it's also really gentle on the gut uh, and St John's wort is another one that does this where um, actually taking St John's wort can create photosensitivity so you can uh, you have to be careful in the sunshine but actually it's one of those that if you turn into a balm is really good for sunburn so a lot of plants will do two or more things um, that kind of balance themselves out um, so yeah uh, that can sometimes be quite surprising to people to find out that um, when they work with me that I'm not just focusing on the classical reproductive hormones but actually looking at the whole body as a whole and um, yeah digestion well it's our second brain right there's a lot of stuff going on in our um, digestive tract and uh, and gut and it, yeah getting to the root of that is uh, is like a big big part of it um and then there are things like my um, Bloody Brilliant Tonic, which is made from Vitex. Uh, and that herb is another soul herb that only looks after women's health, it, like hormones and issues like that. So um, it's a really great herb for helping to balance out hormones and... Um, any kind of like ironing out of hormone levels or um, issues in the body that are creating imbalances and stuff um, that is like it is the woman's herb uh, and it is an awesome um, plant to get involved of and uh, is available in my shop um, but yeah those are um, two that would be really um really something that I would go for uh, with women with and uh, with endo and adenomyosis um, a big part of it is trying to get the estrogen levels under control because um, with these conditions uh, women have got higher amounts of estrogen than um, we would possibly like them to have in their bodies and that doesn't mean to say that you've got uh, estrogen that's like through the roof. Uh, it could be that your progesterone is a bit low, so therefore it makes your estrogen that bit higher. Um, or it could be that your estrogen is a, a little bit more higher than um, it would be ideal in your body. Uh, and the classic name for this is estrogen dominance. Um, now, I would be so bold as to say that most women suffer with estrogen dominance on some level um, because it's what gives way to quite a lot of um, 
problems in within our cycle and uh it's it is a big problem it's a big deal uh because our endocrine systems are so so sensitive and so um bombarded with our everyday life that um it's easy for them to get overloaded um and in essence because we don't talk about our periods and because we're conditioned to think that our periods are meant to be shitty and dire and awful uh we don't we accept them for what they are and we don't look often enough to see if what we are experiencing is in fact actually okay and nine times out of ten it isn't uh so sadly a lot of the women that i work with i do find that um they have been putting up with these conditions for way, way too long. Um, and my biggest passion in the world is to open up conversations about um, periods and, you know, and for women to have an understanding that actually they don't have to put up with this and it isn't normal. Um, because once we get to grips with that, then we're going to be stamping our feet a hell of a lot louder which um, is really, really important. So um, some of the other things that my clients find really, really helpful uh, is I have a balm called Calm the Cramps, which is great for um, rubbing on your belly or your back um, as a pain reliever. Um, I also have a tincture in that uh, form as well. So the two work really, really nicely together. I want my clients to... Uh, also feel that things are really easy for them so I like to make like we're just not going to do shit are we if it isn't easy let's face it like life is busy enough we've got enough things on our plate like if it isn't easy it's not happening so um, I make uh, my tinctures really easy to take like morning and evening um, and a lot of people can be quite suspicious of like teas. They're just like, ah, oh, you know, herbal teas, what are they going to like do for you? But actually, uh, I drink tea all the time. I'm such a tea belly and um, all my teas that I drink are herbal. Uh, so actually you're getting in like a really wide variety of um, goodness into your uh, like nutritional value and stuff out of these is way way better almost than just drinking plain water um and you could make them cold teas as well if you wanted to in the summertime but uh two of my favorite teas are nettle and cinnamon um and for women who have uh, heavy periods these are an absolute godsend both of them can really dramatically reduce um flooding so, you know, that kind of whole gush scenario every time you stand up or move or sneeze. I mean, heaven help us, we have to hold on to our pants. But um, nettles are an incredible herb because they're really high in iron. So whilst we're like pouring out one end, whilst we're pouring that in the other, we're helping to replace um a lot of the iron and stuff that we're um, losing during a bleed. So regardless of whether you are a heavy bleeder or otherwise, drinking two or three cups of nettle tea are an absolute yes uh, during your period. 
and um, cinnamon again is also really nutritious but for those of us who do have heavier than we'd possibly like bleeds um, cinnamon is is something to get on board as well Uh, and I drink those as teas um, throughout my period you could brew them in a pot um like which is really lovely and then just keep filling it up um and it's amazing how much more fluid and stuff you drink uh when it's in tea form so uh i have loose teas um that i sell uh and i i use those myself as well so um i've got a little teapot with an infuser in it and i i use it that way but uh, yeah, they're my absolute go-to. And um, Mark, bless him, he will bring me up nettle tea when I'm on my period. He's like, I just think you might need this right now. It's totally sweet. I love it. Um, yeah, so uh, all forms of herbal medicine are awesome. Um, you absolutely can go uh, foraging and stuff, but please forage like sustainably and responsibly. Because if we all started tomorrow to go out and pick herbs in the wild, there would be nothing left for the bees, the birds and the wildlife. So um, I do forage, but I do it like really, really slowly, just taking what I need and I will take something one day and then I'll leave it for a week or two before I take anything else and it will be taken from a different part of where I walk and stuff. So yeah, um, that's all fair and fine but do 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 it responsibility with responsibility because um yeah we all have to play our part on that front um and i'm going to leave you on charting i'm never going to get bored of talking about this because uh it's so important that we know what is going on with our cycle and unless you document it you are never going to fucking know what's going on with your cycle because we can't remember like what we ate for dinner last night let alone you know how we were feeling or whatever else so if you want to know more about this then head over to my website um to my homepage and scroll right down to the bottom and you can sign up for my newsletter. When you sign up for my newsletter, you will get uh, my free uh, charting course, which gives you a video of me telling you what to look for and how to use it and also um, a chart in which to document it and how to fill that out. Uh, You don't have to do it old school. I personally prefer it that way, but uh, this would um, be easily transferred over to an app but it gives you an idea of what you would want to be looking for. And it is more than just writing down when your period started and stopped. So I'd highly suggest that you get involved with that and um, it will give you a much clearer idea of what's going on. And if these random symptoms that you're feeling are indeed actually random, because I bet you any money at all that they've probably got a pattern to it. All right, my darlings. As always, if you have any questions or anything that come up from listening to this, do get in contact, drop me an email. Otherwise, I will see you again soon. Take care. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please come and find me on the socials. Facebook page, The Well Woman Project. Instagram, Well Woman Project. And my website, thewellwomanproject.com.